Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. My name is Miss Raindrop, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Mwah. Look, hating on me, you will never get ahead. Join a money team, I'ma show you how to eat. 5K off a of mixtape, I did it in a week. All right, so we got Miss Raindrop jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, I am. <laughs> how you feeling today? I feel good. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I appreciate you coming by today. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right, so let's take it back. You're originally from Columbus, Ohio? Yes, born and raised to about four years ago. Okay, Yeah. okay. So I've never been to Columbus, Ohio. Well, what's there to do there? What's life like up there? Um, well, I'm from Columbus. It's a city. Um, it's actually the capital. It's, it's, it's nice. It's a city. Um, it's not as country as people think. You know, <laughs> we got big lights and buildings and stuff like that. Um, it's... It doesn't mean it's not really too much to do, but I mean, it's where I'm from, so. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of a college town too. Yeah, the Ohio State, mm -hmm. the Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what was your childhood like? Like, what were you into as a kid growing up there? Well, a kid, like when I was younger, younger, like before my, um, before I got like a teenager, life was good, you know, spoiled. Like my parents, um, life was great until I got about maybe 12 is when my childhood completely changed. Like I was just delinquent, I was rebellious, didn't listen to nobody. I was in and out of the system, the court systems, juvenile, um, group homes, stuff like that. I was a runaway. Hmm. Yeah. What had Truancy from school, stuff like that. Yeah. What had uh, what changed that made you act out, or was it just like, all right, let me see what this, what's out there in this world? I mean, um, honestly, what made me like act out? I'm not pointing the fingers at nobody or not trying to make excuses because my mom was is a great mom. You know what I mean? She did everything she had to do to provide for us. Um, I honestly think I started acting out because my my they were so strict on me. Like I couldn't do nothing. Everything was no, 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 no. So I started just doing it anyway, you know what I mean? Like, so that came with just running away and just, um, my stepfather had got on drugs really bad. He had me out with him all hours of the night and he, he introduced me to alcohol. So I just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do what I wanna do. <laughs> yeah. So, so. What, what was one of the biggest lessons you learned during that time? I mean, I honestly learned now that I'm grown, like, just cause like my biggest thing is like with school, like my high school, I wish I could do high school all over cause I didn't get to really enjoy my high school years. Like, you know, proms and homecoming and stuff like that. Like I really didn't get to really enjoy too much of that. So yeah. yeah. 
And you end up going to college though, right? Yeah. Two-time college graduate. And there I never thought. Congrats. Thank you. That's major. I, I always said that I was never going like, because I hated high school. Like, I would always <laughs> skip. I hated to get up in the morning. I'm not a morning person. But then, shoot, now I didn't graduate twice from college. So, oh, that's major. yeah, I'm excited. So where did you go to college, Seth? Um, the first time I went, I went to Kaiser University. I got my associate's degree. And then this time I just graduated from Chattahoochee Tech, which is here in Georgia. Okay. And I got my program administration in childhood education. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's big right there. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So when and why did you move to Atlanta? You mentioned it's been four years, right? Right. I moved here um, 2017. It will be four, four years in November. Okay. I moved here in November 2017. And of course, because of my music, um, I'm really big where I'm from. Like everybody knows you can't even mention music in Ohio and not mention me. So, but it was nothing else for me to, for them to offer me. Like I said, there's, they really not really big for media, music media down there. So like I did everything that I can possibly do down there. And all they do is want to just hate and, you know, be negative all the time and always feel like it's a competition, which is everywhere. Don't get me wrong, but you know, moving down here to Atlanta, like it's, it's different. Like everybody is on their grind. Everybody wants to help each other, pull each other up. You know what I mean? And not saying it's not here either, like hate and stuff, but I haven't experienced that. All I've been seeing is love. Everybody rocking with me, you know, people telling me they, they you know, they, they like what I do. So I'm excited. Like I did what I waited to, what I did here, I waited so long to do in my own city for so long. I did here so fast. Yeah. So, yeah. So was it a pre pretty easy uh, transition then coming to Atlanta? Act absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I can say that. Yeah. Yep. All right, so uh, when did you first start making music? How long has it been now? I started in 2012. I okay. started doing music in 2012. And it actually, like, since I've been here these last four years, has been the best part of my career, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. At what point did you start to take it serious? Um... I always took it serious. I always took my craft serious. Um, I've always been an entertainer. I've always been a writer. I love to write. Um, so, like, when I, anything I do, when I perform, when I'm in the studio, I always, take my, I always took my career serious. It's not one time where I was playing with it, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Who'd you grow up listening to? Who were some of your favorite artists? Um, I grew up listening to, like, Lauryn Hills and... Um, of course, Nikki and uh, Little Kim's and Little Wayne stuff, like people like that. Yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on all the female rappers that have been blowing up these last? Few we years? taking over. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not a male dominant industry no more. This is the the females. Like this is women. This is women empowerment right now, and I'm loving it. Yeah. Especially with all the females collaborating and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you, the females definitely had it on lock these last couple of years. For There's sure. no denying that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm right with them. There you go. <laughs> I'm right with them. Yep. Yeah. So how'd you get the name Miss Raindrop? Honestly, somebody gave me that name. Somebody, so, somebody named me. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I just liked it. So I've been running with it ever since. Okay. Yep. Um, so what do you feel like brings out the best in, best out of your music, best out of you and your music? Honestly, I feel like when I stopped writing my music and then going into the studio and recording it, 
um, because when I would write my music and then go to the studio and record it, it wouldn't be the same vibes. You know what I mean? So um, these last few years, I've just been working like straight from the studio. I'll go to the studio, hear a beat, catch a vibe, and record. And that brings out the best in my music yeah. because it's fresh, it's, the, it's right then and there, it's a, it's a fresh vibe. And I think, I think that's how I make my best music now. Instead of just writing it and trying to go in there and record it how you wrote it and how you caught a vibe when you was writing it, like it just don't turn out the same all the time. Yeah, no, that's very true. Uh, so what was like the first song that you had that kind of gave you a buzz up there in Columbus then? Uh, it was called Throw Them Bands. Okay. That gave me my buzz, <laughs> yeah. I had another song, um, but like, it was okay, but when I did Throw Them Bands, everybody went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was it like watching that song take off? Uh, it was dope, because I remember um, me and my manager at the time, we was out of town in Florida, and we was sitting there eating, and the video, we was just, he, he just opened the video and was like, do you know you're, you're on a thousand views already within, it was like an hour. I'm like, dang, I'm like, that's dope. And then he was like, yeah, and then we put together a tour. I did a Throw Them Bands tour around the city, around Ohio. So I went to different cities and it was, yeah, it was really, really dope. That was dope. Yep. Have you been able to perform recently with uh, the pandemic and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been performing, yep. yeah. I've been getting booked. I got a show tonight, actually. Oh, really? Yep, nice. um, at Barnacles, okay. um, yep, in Duluth. Yeah. But yeah, I've been getting booked. I've been out of state getting booking, so yeah. That's what's up. So what would you say has been one of the biggest sacrifices you had to make for your career so far? My biggest sacrifice I had to make for my career was um, honestly not having my kids for a couple of years. I had let them go live with their grandma and their dad while I came down here and got on my feet. And you know, the outside looking in like, oh, she don't got her kids, she don't got her kids. But it wasn't that I couldn't take care of them or. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. You know, it was a sacrifice I had to make. You know, I had to come down here and figure it out first. You know what I mean? It's just a blessing that I was able to have a, a support system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what people don't see. For what they just think, oh, she don't got her kids. What's going on? But that's the honest truth. Yeah. They they always been good. They just wasn't with me at the time, and I felt like that was the biggest sacrifice that I made. Yeah, no, that's a big one. Yeah, <laughs> to be away because they're my kids. babies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and one of them was right there. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, yeah. So what has being a mother taught you about life? Being a mother, because um, when I had my, my oldest, I was still a kid myself. I was only 16. So, you know, I had to grow up with them and they grew up with me and um, it taught me how to 
um, raise my kids differently than what how I was raised. You know how to handle situations different just from you know putting myself in their shoes, and um, that that helped me gain a, a relationship with them. And you know they can trust me for come to me, talk to me about anything, and that means a lot to me. You know that we can. It's a time to be serious, but then they know like you know I got their back always. So. And then I just had my, my, my three-year-old, so I was a little older now that I have a three-year-old. So it's like, you know, it's, it's like, it's, a, it's way different than having a kid when you're 16 and then oh, now yeah. having one when you're in your late 20s. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Is it much of a challenge to, uh, you know, balance your career as well as being a mother as well? Honestly, no, because I'm a, I plan to the T. I'm a big planner. I always um, plan my days out ahead so I know, like, what I got to do. Like, I'm a mother every day, but when it comes to my career, like, I, I do my music every day, too, but I balance it out. Like, okay, m Mondays and Tuesdays I might do studio, you know, then I got interviews this day, and then I got, I got shows this day, and then I always find my time to rest, which is Sundays. I don't do nothing on Sundays. There you go. I rest and I plan, okay? <laughs> so, no, it's not hard at all, honestly, and that's a blessing as, as well because people have kids and they feel like it holds them up and it stops them from a lot, but... I can honestly say I never been held up because I had kids. I always did everything I had to do. Yeah. So I never used that as an excuse. I got you. Mm -hmm. So how would you compare the music scene here in Atlanta to back at home in Columbus? Uh, 100% <laughs> different. Like, I mean, it got its pros and its cons, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if it's just me. I just ain't witnessed no, like, Fugazi stuff, like, I just be around the right people, I guess. I didn't want on tour. Been on tour with Zaytoven and everything. I be around the right people, you know, because people come down here and I feel like, you know, everybody feel like oh, they're going to come to Atlanta and I'm just going to make things mm -hmm. happen. I just seen people move down here and had to move back. Oh, you yeah. know, everybody can't survive everywhere, but I'm, I'm surviving. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it would take for Columbus to get that spotlight on them? I feel like more unity. Everybody is in competition. People don't want to do features with each other because they feel like they might be hotter than them. You just see all this, the like the nitpick and the the cattiness. Like if people just grow up and just you know start and and their sound. You know we we have a good sound in Ohio. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like a lot of people from my city like to get like the Detroit wave. You know what I mean? And I be like. No, like, we got a whole wave here in Ohio. Let's stand on it. And people don't stand on that. So I feel like if people stand on their unity there in Ohio in our own wave and focus on that and build on our own sound, then we'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about some of these new singles. What was your inspiration for On Me? On Me, um, I kind of wanted to talk about my where I come from and where I'm at now where I'm heading and that's kind of where it came about and like I said I was in the studio I hired, I hired the beat and I didn't even know what I, what I was going to call I didn't call it on me till the song was done he was <laughs> like what you want to call it I'm like that's a good question I'm like on me and um I didn't even realize I kept saying I'm gonna bet it all on me until I said on me we listen to the song I said oh it goes it goes good so um yeah, I mean, that's basically, I just want to just, I bet it all on me. Everybody be like, 
who's your who's your number one who you who's your number one fan I like myself you know what I mean like I know I got what it takes to make it in the industry and I bet everything on myself yeah so that's basically where I got the inspiration from feedback looks like it's been pretty good too on that one yes and on me is actually charting right now on iTunes and it is in the top 50 and nice. i'm like the video just released today okay. the video doing crazy like on me is doing really really good honestly um excited i pushed on me for six months in the streets before i even released it so like everybody was just waiting for it like so i think they just went like i dropped it and they went to go grab it yeah, yeah. they ate it up yeah <laughs> all right and what about round one Round one um, is honestly not released yet, mm -hmm. but um, it's my next single. Round one is a whole different vibe. Cause one thing about me as an artist, like I'm versatile. So I like to put out different type of versatility in my music so people can hear. Cause some people might not like certain songs, but I know I got a song for everybody. You know what I mean? It's always a, it's some song that somebody's gonna like. And I honestly have people tell me that like, you know what, like I wasn't rocking with you before this song, but when you drop this, like this made me become a fan. So round one is like more that up, like all bar, bar for bar type rap. You know what I mean? Cause I can make music and then I'm lyricist too, so. You got it in your bag on that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually the um, Uchiwali beat. We redid okay. it and stuff, so yeah. Oh, that's dope. And what about your recent music video for Throw That? Throw That is doing really, really good. Um, and I actually, the feature on Throw That, which is Drop Boy Stacks, he's actually from my city. Okay. And he's really hot in my city. And I feel like it was good for our city to do for, you know, the, I needed a male feature. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to put Drop Boy in here. He's from my city. He hot. I'm hot. Let's do it for the culture. Yeah. Yeah. So we got together. We shot the video and they loved it. So are you working on like a new EP, mixtape or anything right now? Yes. My latest EP, which is Hear Me Now, is out, is out right now. And I'm working on a new EP. I don't have a release date or nothing yet, but because I've been trying to just drop singles because with the pandemic and stuff, with this year, like really not releasing nothing and doing shows and stuff, I wanted to bring it back and refresh everybody. Like, you know, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Do you have a title picked out for the EP? Yeah and no. <laughs> I do, but I'm not for sure. Okay. Yeah. Should we expect any features on there? Yes, absolutely. And dope producers and stuff like that. Okay. Can you reveal any of the features or producers you've been working with? Not right now because <laughs> I'm, you know, I don't want to give everything away right now. Okay. <laughs> so are you signed or are you still independent right I'm now? I'm independent. I just have management, mama's management. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, speak on the grind that comes with being an independent artist these days. Independent artist, I mean, it's bitter and sweet because, you know, with me, I can only speak for myself. <laughs> so speaking for myself, being an independent artist, you know, um, Starting off was kind of rough because, you know, you, you putting in all the footwork by yourself. You, you, getting, you have people, you know, getting everybody to believe in you and stuff. And you dealing with different management. You don't know who the right people for you and investing into yourself, you know, financially. And 
but then, you know, everything turned around for me because like I didn't invest in myself so much. Like I'm finally starting to see, you know, the outcome. And then I do have great management now who believes in me just as much as I do. And not only do I push myself, but my team pushed me. And then, you know, um, being signed sometimes, you know, you can get shelved, you know what I mean? And a lot can come with being signed. Like you never know how it's gonna go with being signed. And being independent, I sat back and I learned the business. So that's what kind of helped me out. Instead of just being an artist, I sat back and learned the business. And when you learn the business and being an artist, you kind of, it's kind of make it easier for you to wiggle through the industry because it's like, you know what the industry is looking for. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what helped me out with uh, being independent. And I like being independent because if a label come for me, they gotta come correct because like it ain't nothing really that a label can do for me for real, but really stamp me and put an extra push behind me and probably budget wise. But as far as that, like I'm still doing it. I just need them to, they gonna have to come 10 times harder than what I'm already doing. So no, yeah. that's real right there. Yeah, and speak about the, uh, the importance of having a team, having a good management team. On, on yeah, it's side. very important, you know, because artists, even though you do know the business, which is cool, um, being an artist, you just want to focus on being an artist. You don't want to cut deals and talk to everybody and handle certain things. That's what your management's for. You know what I mean? They, they, they help you book your shows, get you paid, and you just show up and, you know, do your thing. So, mm -hmm. and they, believe like I said they push me when I'm not when I'm when I'm sleep they up you know or if they sleep I'm up so it goes hand to hand yeah I got you uh, what's some of your goals for your music career um well one of my goals was to chart there you <laughs> I'm go charting, you did that. so I'm happy about that um one of my other goals was to work with top producers I'm working with top producers like I said um I have worked with Cassius J, uh, um, uh, went on tour with Zaytoven and stuff like that. So that was a goal that I wanted. My next goal is to like be on awards, like, like the Grammys and BT Awards and Met Galas and stuff like that. I want to do all that. Like that's my goal, like feature with big artists like um, Nicki Minaj, um, I like Meg Thee Stallion. I think she's dope. She reminds me a lot of myself. Um, but yeah, that's really my game. My goals is really just to be main, real mainstream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're on your way. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No problem. All right. You got any last words for your fans? Any shout outs you'd like to give? Um, I just want to shout out to all my supporters that supporting me and download my music, streaming my music. Shout out to my team, Mama's Management. Um, shout out to... Um, Y'all for having me um, off the porch, Dirty Glove Bastard. Um, but yeah, just and shout out to God because without God, like I wouldn't be able to do all this. Like I pray like all day, every day. So yeah, so yeah, keep getting my music, keep streaming my music, go watch my music, tell a friend, tell a friend. Yeah, follow me Instagram, Twitter, M I S S underscore Raindrop. Follow me on my uh, fan page on Facebook, Miss Raindrop, which is actually, I, uh, I got over a half a million on Facebook. On your Facebook, really? On my fan page. So I, I didn't even know, cause I'm not really, I don't be on Facebook like that, but my Instagram is connected to my Facebook. And one day I just went to, on my Facebook and I was like, dang, like I really got over a half a million fans. 
you know, and then on my my Instagram, like, I'm like a quarter of a million. So it's like, dang, like my fan base, I'm really, really proud of my growth. The journey was definitely worth it. It's still worth it. And if I every time I look back, I just think about my growth and where I went, where I came from, and the journey is worth it. Look, hating on me, you will never get ahead. Join the money team, I'ma show you how to eat. 5K off a mixtape, I did it in a week. Fuck a mainstream, it was all in a street. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.